everybody. Welcome back to Talking Trash, where we get drunk, watch my favorite TV shows, and then Greg makes fun of them. It's a typical Saturday night in our house. <laughs> this week, we're watching Season 1, Episode 3 of Riverdale. It's called Body Double. Um, if you don't know Riverdale, it's a gritty murder mystery on the airs on the CW, and it's loosely based off the Archie comics. You familiar with those, Greg? Sort of. I remember seeing them on Bazooka Bubblegum Rappers when I was a kid, but I was never really into the comics. They were a little bit before my time. Uh, I was more into... X-Men, so I don't think these jabronis could really touch Wolverine. Who says jabronis anymore? What does that even mean? Me and Dwayne The Rock Johnson still say jabronis. Okay, well, to give you and The Rock some context of where we are, um, the Netflix description of the episode says, After Archie and Cheryl open up to the sheriff, Betty asks Jughead to cover the case for the school paper. Veronica tangles with Jock Chuck. You're laughing at the description. Blockhead's a silly name. Jughead. Jughead. He's a character in the comics, which you would know if you weren't too busy being a jabroni with Wolverine. Healing with our adamantium skeletons? Yeah, Yeah, whatever. We were pretty lame. Oh, yeah, you're so lame. (laughs) Anyway, that's the description. I'm going to make a drink. Okay, well, I'm going to press play. try to sum up the recap a lot or quickly because a lot happens um so this is narrated by Jughead the kind of previously on actually the whole thing is narrated by Jughead um basically Jason Blossom he was a senior at the high school he died um he got shot and murdered and found in the nearby river um Archie and his teacher Miss Grundy who's a music teacher who he he fucking are having an affair. He's fucking. He's fucking her. Um, and they were there that day at the river, and they heard a gunshot. But they, but Miss Grundy doesn't want to tell anyone because, like, obviously it's statutory rape and stuff. Um, was it in the gunshot? Was that perfect timing for the strokes? I don't know that he was giving Miss Grundy because <laughs> he's fucking her. Just so you know, guys. He's, okay, <laughs> this is on the CW. It's not even that graphic. Archie is. Fucking a teacher. Keep going. <laughs> You're just jealous. Um, and then Cheryl, who is Jason Blossom's twin sister, the end of the last episode, the cops, after they find Jason's body in the river, they come and arrest her. And she says, I figured you were coming for me. And they go, why? Because she goes, I'm guilty. And then, boom, cliffhanger. And that's where we pick up. That's where we pick up. But that's super fucking dramatic because there's very clearly a murder. Mm-hmm. And you just walk up like, because I'm guilty. Oh, shit. You murdered him? Yeah. And then the very first scene, she's like, oh, no, I didn't I didn't murder him. I just didn't tell you the truth. Well, <laughs> fuck you. Quit wasting our fucking time. So, so basically, Cheryl told the cops that they were like, um, oh, my God, Betty and Veronica are in this, too. There's so many characters. There's a lot anyway, going on. Um, so basically, originally, she told the cops that on July 4th, her and Jason went for a boat ride, and they capsized, and... Um, he, and he fell out, and she, he must have drowned. But then when the cops take her in, and she's like, well, I didn't exactly kill him. That's not what I meant. But I'm guilty of lying. Apparently, he, like, wanted to disappear. And so, she, like, they came up with that lie to tell the police. And she rode him across the river. And then he was supposed to, like, call her once he got set up with, like, a new life. But she, he, never, he never did. He never called. So she waited, like, months for him to call. And he never did. So, I don't, yeah. It's not looking good. Yeah, not looking good for her, but also, like, I don't think that she killed him. Probably not, but I don't trust her or her brother based on their extremely dyed red hair. Like, But her like, lipstick looks amazing. No, it, I mean, it's flawless lipstick. That sheriff, does he not look like Chris Pine, but older? I thought he looked like Uncle Tim. Sweet. I was thinking Chris Pine, like Captain Kirk from the new Star Wars. See, this motherfucker does not look natural. Well, no. Okay, but like Jason's not really a main character. Like literally this is the only time we see him alive. You know? So like. I like that she's wearing the the, like fishnet gloves because she's so fucking upper class and fancy. They're both dressed in all white. Yeah, but she's got to see the fishnet gloves oh, right there. Yeah, That's yeah. how you know it's fancy well, shit. The, well, the Blossoms are the richest people in Riverdale. Very clearly. They yeah. own a rowboat. So, <laughs> <laughs> rowboats are expensive. They're like $500. Are you kidding me? Have you priced them lately? <laughs> they own a rowboat. <laughs> anyway. So right now, this bitch is still wasting our time. Cheryl? 
What's her name, yeah, right? Yeah, Cheryl Blossom. She's still wasting everybody's time just being like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We had this plan to do this thing, and then yeah. it didn't work, whatever, no big yeah, deal. Yeah. I don't give a shit about her. Oh, but then she talks about the gunshot. Yeah, out of nowhere. She's like, oh, by the way, guys, I know this has been going on for a couple months because we're back in school and it's happened on the 4th of July. Yeah. I did hear a gunshot that morning. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And your brother was shot yeah. in the face. Yeah. Cool of you to tell us. Yeah, yeah. Glad well, to know that now, to say that three now. months later. Thank you. You useless sack of shit. <laughs> I have three sisters in my own, my own personal life. Yes, Get yes. a little personal. Three sisters. None of them would help me disappear without None telling a family member. None of them? No, not even close. Okay, but they're twins. That's different. Mm, I don't think it's different. Yeah, I don't think so. it's different at all. All right, whatever. I, I think you'd be like, hey, brother slash sister twin? You need a little help right now. You're getting a little crazy. Let's go talk to a family member who's an adult and not a fucking sophomore in high school, but and we'll you, figure this out but together. did you ever think that there's a part of the story that we don't know yet? Not to spoil it for you, but Oh, there is, is the dad touching them? No, there's no, there's no... That's usually what it is. It's not that. It has to do with Betty's older sister, Polly. Polly? Yes. Polly's running a human trafficking ring. No. Mm. No. Biggest fear... Ever. I can't tell you what it is. It's human trafficking it and then spiders for it me. It will spoil it for our viewers who are maybe not, haven't seen the whole season. He fell in love with Polly and ran away to meet her, but then got shot by a jealous lover who's probably like the principal or some shit. Not the truth. Okay. You're not going to guess it, okay? So You're right right now, next yes. scene, we're talking to Betty and her overbearing mom. Alice. Alice, who owns the Riverdale Register. Yep, yep. Who is the local town newspaper for Riverdale. Are there any poor people in Riverdale? Is it all upper class? No, there are. There are. Um, we Jughead? Jughead's a poor, yes, right? Yes, Yeah, so look at him. So we don't see it in this episode, but there's a motorcycle gang called the Serpents, and Jughead's dad's the leader of that. Why are you... <laughs> why are you smiling? So, nerd alert, everybody. In Fallout New Vegas, I believe, <laughs> uh, when you first start, you're a little child inside one of the vaults, and... You get picked on by a bully, and I forget his name now, but he's a leader of the Tunnel Snakes, and he dresses like uh, Crybaby from that movie Crybaby. Okay, you know, the serpents actually kind of dress a lot like Crybaby. Yeah, with like the curled hair <laughs> yeah. and like the comb switch blades and shit. Yeah, they're called the Tunnel Snakes. You ever want to get me a t-shirt or like a coat? Get me a leather Tunnel oh, Snakes so jacket? Oh, you're sure you tell me this after the gift giving Yeah, holidays. well, look, I just thought about it in my drunk state. The Tunnel Snakes are the best, though. In fact... According to the game, Tunnel Snakes rule. Anyway, Back to Riverdale. Anyway, um, but the, yes, there are poor people. The serpents live on the bad side of town, as does Jughead. Well, when he's not homeless. Anyway. Um, so Betty's giving her mom all sorts of shit about uh, printing homeboy's Johnny? Uh, Jason's, Jason's autopsy. autopsy. Mm-hmm. Which, like, honestly, that's poor journalism. It's kind of poor um, taste. No. In the 50s, it's poor journalism. In the 90s, it's borderline poor journalism. In Clickbait 2017, that is what you fucking do. This house that they're living in was yeah. paid for by these clickbait bullshit articles. Okay, that's fair. You need to let your mom post dumb lies and excitable headlines, because that's how you make your money. All right, so um, now we're at school. <laughs> and I'm just going to ignore the clickbait. All right. Uh, now we're at school, and Archie goes, and he decides he's going to tell the sheriff, who, again, looks like an older version of Chris Pine, or my uncle, depending on Look who at him. got it. It's an older version of Chris Pine. Anyway, and the principal, that he heard that. the gunshot. Um, but he doesn't say that he was at the river with Grundy. He says he was with his dog, so he tries to, like, cover it. Also, um, the- Archie has a black eye, and I don't remember what from. I guess he got in a fight last episode. He got episode. walloped. But I also, don't why. the principal looks like uh, Los Pollos Hermanos guy from... Oh, Gustavo Fringe. That's Fring, it. Fring, Fring. Fring, yeah. Fring, yeah, Fring. from, from uh, Breaking Bad. I'm not convinced that that's not him. Could now, be him. Chris Pine, old, and Gustavo are questioning this young ginger. Also, first of all, a town full of gingers. This is an issue. <laughs> it's unrealistic. There's four black people, but 32 gingers. <laughs> I feel like there's a problem. There's There's not that many black people either. (laughs) Also, everybody here is covering up for a murder. Well, not everybody. Most everybody in the town that we have met in this point, five Uh minutes into the fucking show, three of the four people we've talked to have been covering up for a murder. Well, they're not 
they're not necessarily covering up for the murder. So no, they Cheryl, have been previously because they didn't give the information to the sheriff until after they went back to high school, which is middle August, early September. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. So it's not technically covering up. So it's not like they committed the murder and then didn't. It is still perjury. Or they don't know what happened to Jason. They just like have things that they didn't necessarily, they weren't upfront about. And to be fair, Archie wanted to tell, but Miss Grundy was like, no, because I'm a teacher. And again, statutory rape's a thing. But what I'm wondering is what's going on in Riverdale where the police are like, hey guys, it's been three months. Let's not really interview anybody about this one murder that happened in our town. I'm sorry. You'll find out later. It wasn't just a murder. It was a torture murder. Yeah. Which is like a higher level. From the that's, a, that's like a hate crime plus. From the son of the most wealthy family in town. Too. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, come on, Sheriff. And I, we only see the Sheriff. No other policeman. Do you know... Okay, so the gay character that's in the scene that we're about to watch. Right, right. Yeah. Um, that is... The Sheriff is his dad. Okay. Yeah, just a heads up. No, that's fine. For you, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't remember, I don't think they say his name, Mm-mm. the gay character in this I one. I can't remember it. But I don't know that that was a character from the comic books. Well, no, because it was from like the 50s. No, but I mean like gay or straight doesn't matter. Like, I don't think he, I think he's a new addition. Probably. Like Veronica and Betty and Archie and Jughead were all original yes. Yes. characters. By the way, Veronica's tits are just Falling out. No, it's tasteful side boob. Tasteful side boob. Mm, I even wrote it on my notes. Look, quote, tasteful side boob, unquote. To be fair, these are all sophomores in high school. Yes. But the actors and actresses are at least 22. That's true. So I don't feel bad about oogling her side boob, her tasteful side boob. It is tasteful. But she is kind of a hottie. Yeah. Um, She is very pretty. Uh, Oh, so something that happened in that scene that we've completely glossed over that's going to be important later um, Veronica is going to go out on a date with Chuck Clayton, who is the captain of the football team, previously co-captain with Jason, but now he's dead. Um, and he's the captain of the football team and the coach's son. son. And a little bit of a playboy. And, oh, they did say that, didn't they? A little bit of a playboy. I like how you got into that, like, very gossip girl, like, a little bit of a playboy, like, very teenage girl. He's been hanging out with me too much. That's, stop no, 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 that, that's how the gay guy said it. I, I was know, scared of him. I know, but, like, it was a little too. <laughs> it was pretty, I got a little into it. <laughs> yeah, you did. So this is our first meeting in this episode of Jughead. Jughead. Who, got a lot to think about him in our first meeting here. Okay. So, from what I remember of Jughead, uh-huh. could be way off on this, I don't know. Okay. I saw this shit when I was, like, in Florida in 94, so I don't know. It's been a while, okay. right? Yeah, sure. Jughead was a, like, six foot three, broad-shouldered, football-playing bully. No. In the comic books. He wasn't a bully. Th- yeah, he was. No, he was They were always, like, fighting with Jughead. I don't think that's true. He was a bigger guy. He was, like, intimidating looking. He was, like, a good looking dude. This guy is a skinny journalism major with ears on his hat. Okay, I think... With ears on his fucking beanie. I think, I think that neither one of us can really say who Jughead was in the comics because we haven't read them, as we mostly clarified. I see that you're Googling. Anyway, I'm Google it, yeah. what you need to know is that Jughead in this is played by Cole Sprouse. He's a former child actor. Um, you may remember him from the Sweet Life, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on the Disney Channel. Never or was. as the little kid from Adam Sandler's masterpiece, Big Daddy. Big Daddy? Is that what it's called? Yeah. He was the kid? Yeah, he was the kid. No shit. Yeah, he was the oh. kid. Well, him and his twin brother, because they were twins. Oh, didn't but know yeah. his twin brother. Yeah, that's who Zack and Cody were. They're the Sprouse twins. Cole and something else Sprouse. Anyway, um, oh. Jughead and Betty decide they're going to revive the school newspaper. Here, fortune known as the blue and gold. So, she's just like, yeah, you gotta join. He's like, oh, fine, that's fine. I was investigating the murder anyway. Which, like, why was he? I don't know, but that's fine. Um, so she goes and, you know, she's like, you gotta go talk to the scoutmaster Doily and all the scouts because they were at the river. And he's like, on it. So I gotta, I gotta stop here and okay. apologize to... Hardcore fans of Archie. Thank you. Apparently Jughead, uh, his real name is Forsyth Pendleton, Pendleton Jones III. Sounds right. And, or also could be a continuity error, Forsyth Van Jones. Okay. We're not really certain. Okay, but Forsyth for sure. Exactly. Okay. He has a dog named Hot Dog. Because why the fuck <laughs> wouldn't he, really right? Cute. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> they pretty much nailed him uh, in this casting. 
He is a smart, snarky, laid-back, easygoing, rather odd high school student. He's obsessed with eating food, which you don't really see too much, but given the current climate, you know, yeah. cut back on the calories a little bit. Yeah, sure. And in some storylines, asexual, which would uh, kind of make sense with him talking to, not Veronica, but the blonde Betty. chick, Betty, and not just instantly wanting to fuck her. Well, I mean, we'll see, instantly. Where, we'll see where that relationship goes. If you were asexual, <laughs> I think things would be a little, I can't, I don't He also it. wears a crown button beanie. Mm, there you go. So they there pretty much nailed it. They My did. bad, everybody. Yeah. I'm thinking of somebody else. Apparently you are. I don't I know this comic book at you all. You apparently know even less about it. Was it even on Bazooka Bubblegum is the question. I don't know. I'm gonna, I need to look that up too. <laughs> okay. Well, while you're doing that, um, so we're, where Luke we're at Perry's now, in the Luke game. Perry of 90210 fame, going back to my sister's uh, favorite TV show, um, he plays Archie's dad in this, and Archie gets home and he's like, I gotta ground you, Archie, because you told me that on July 4th, you were with Jughead, and apparently you were at the river, and you lied. And Archie's like, so you're gonna ground me? He's like, yeah, Kinda. I'm gonna ground you. Uh, you have to go, every night in the house, you have to be home by 7, which, you get out of school at like 3.30, that's not really being grounded. You got time, yeah. I guess football practice, right? He's, he, you know, gotta go to that. Play football in high school, you get out by like 5.30. Oh, okay. You got time to run down, get a malt, come back home. Well, no big deal. they get malts at Pop's Chocolate Shop. By the way, it was on Bazooka Joe Bubblegum. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Thank you. Keep going. Um, so now we're at Veronica and Chuck's date. And he's being nice. Too he's, nice. He's being really nice, very, uh, uh, very friendly, very cool. He's, he's very smart. He's talking very well. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like the way they described him earlier just seems really odd because he's oh he's a player he's a bad boy but here he's like super fucking cool like that's why you gotta you know don't trust him don't trust I don't, him do you not or do you I do I knew yeah that's your problem you the do first trust time, him no the first time I watched this episode when I saw this scene I was like no he's being too nice he's trying to get something from her no yeah no yeah he's, he's trying to get a little bit of pussy from her that's what he's. That's why he's being nice. That's why every guy is nice to a lady. He's trying to get a little pussy from him. That's yeah. why every guy's nice to a lady every single ever. Time. Yeah. For vagina. Yep. I'm not gonna say the p word. I find they trying to get the dick wet. <laughs> and now they're making out. Prove him a point. Anyway. Yup. Um. So Miss Grundy gets mad at Archie for telling the sheriff, even though he was he was like. I didn't tell anybody you were there. And she's like, it doesn't matter. Someone's going to find out. For someone who's been sleeping with a well-built 16-year-old ginger, she's cranky as hell. Yeah. I mean, the way you said that makes it seem like a well-built 16-year-old ginger is like a prime suspect for fucking. I don't think Archie has many moves just looking at his body. Like, he looks very frail. <laughs> he's, like, he's in shape. Let's not be wrong he here. Football. He plays football. A lot of people play football and are very stiff, like, in the joints. I don't think he's, I don't think he's really slinging it as hard as people think. So you don't think and the hip movement is smooth? I do not think so. I think it's very, like, staccato. You know, you need like a pulsing movement. But here's the problem: like anytime teachers are fucking young boys, it's so horrible. Like in real life, because like you know, you know, the boys are not good at sex. Like, I've been 16. We suck at it so hard. I don't get the appeal. Like I, I can kind of understand why men go for younger women, underage women. I kind of understand that. It's still fucked up. Of yeah, course. sure. But I understand that because they don't really do much of the work. The guy does the work um... with. In that scenario... Do you want to go there? I don't know. I'm not certain what you're talking about. I don't understand why older women, especially nowadays you look at the news, it's like a lot of hotter teachers, yeah, yeah. quote unquote, are going for younger men. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Maybe, They're not good. Okay, so maybe it's that the teacher is looking to like renew her own youth. Mmm. Okay. Like a succubus. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, suck the youth that makes sense. out of That's not something youth. I ever considered. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mental thing. So it's not necessarily about being with For me, it was almost don't. always pleasure. <laughs> like, when I was thinking about it, like, yeah. what kind of pleasure are they really getting from fucking a 16-year-old? Or it's the validation that someone that young finds you attractive. Because, like, when you start to Ugh. feel like, 
Like, I'm starting to get in my late 20s, right? Like, starting. Early, starting. early part, starting, yeah. right? So, like, you know, it's the validation of, like, someone that young and, like, full of life finds you attractive. It's pretty good. Like, flattering, I suppose, for some people. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I don't like that look. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> all right, all right, moving on. So, Veronica's in the hall. Man, we just had, like, a 45-minute tangent on, like, child porn, I feel like. This is bad. It's not child porn. It's statutory rape. Statutory rape. So... <laughs> Uh, Veronica got a sticky maple. <laughs> she didn't, though. She didn't well, get a sticky maple. Well, that's not what the school says. Okay. What is a sticky maple? I told Pumpkin. <laughs> I wrote, sticky maple, WTF. So, he posted a picture of their selfie that they took with maple syrup clearly photoshopped on her face. Uh, they said it's a Riverdale thing, because I guess maple syrup, they have, like, maple syrup there. Oh. Is it a facial? I think it's a facial. I think it's a cum shot thing. Oh. But that's not mapley at all. I don't know why it's maple syrup, though. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, she's hanging out with the gay dude whose name we still have not heard. Sheriff's very, son, though. Sheriff's son. Very inappropriate. Yeah. And Betty. 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 And they're all like, we need to go to the principal right now. This is assault or uh, slut shaming. This is slut shaming. Yeah. We need to go to the principal, figure this out. Yeah. And Betty or Veronica is like, excuse me, I'm from New York City and I have dark hair. I'm a bad bitch. That's right. We're going to get revenge. Betty, are you in? Because here's the deal. We're going to go pretty fucking dark on him. (laughs) Betty, are you in? Betty's like, yeah, I'm I'm in. And then, next scene, boom. Archie's shirtless. Archie's shirtless in the middle of the men's locker room, clearly right before the football practice, Mm -hmm. uh, which I guess people still shower in high school because they're all wearing towels. Yeah. Nobody ever does that. Nobody does that anymore. Nobody does that before or after football practice? No. No, you go home and do it. All of my teenage fantasies? None of them are real. Not true? Not one of them. Oh my god. Yeah. But in all the teenage movies, yeah. they do it. Do do uh, uh, teen girls in high school, at sleepovers, they just start randomly making out and having pillow fights? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, they do. Cool. <laughs> cool. We're going to pause for a minute. I'm going to reflect on that. All right, we're back. Uh, uh, Veronica and Betty are talking to uh, Charles Chuck. Chuck. Charles Chuck. Chuck Wagon. And uh, they're like, hey, listen, man, you need to take this shit down. You're, you're a fucked up dude. Yeah. And Chuck's like, listen to me. I'm the dude here in town. Yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the BMOC. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm that dude. Yeah. I'm not going to take it down. And then he says that she has a bitch attitude. And it won't work. And then, <laughs> and then it won't work. they it, start barking at her. Because <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it may have worked on the betas you used to date in New York City, but this is bulldog country. Bitch. First of all, man, to make it in New York, you almost have to be a, quote, alpha. I'm pretty sure because that's a pretty hard fucking place, right? It is. Like, we've been there. It's not a friendly town. But Riverdale, with all these upper class white people... One Asian who apparently is the scout, the scout leader, and four black people, one of which is the mayor. <laughs> the other three are in a fucking uh, acapella group. We'll talk about them when, when they come uh, up. Yeah, no, man. It's pretty tough here in Riverdale. <laughs> anyway. But they barked at her. They barked at her, like, legitimately. <laughs> like, a bunch of them. Okay. So, Jughead goes to the scout leader. What was his name? I don't remember. Uh, Doily. Doily. Um, Doily. He goes to Doily. And he asked him about the, while they were at the river, did he see anything or hear anything? And he's like, no. I just saw Cheryl sitting next to the river soaking wet. But then he looks over at one of the scouts, and the scout kind of gives him a look like, I know he's lying. And Jughead's like, I'm going to follow up on that. Oh, we have to talk about what's happening here. All right, let's okay. stop. Okay, so. so <laughs> yeah, this part. I remember this part. <laughs> so Archie, uh, Cheryl is grateful that Archie goes to the police and confirms her story about the gunshot. And so she goes... With her, her brother's murder. Yes, that, right, yeah. right. And so she goes, I owe you a favor. And then she goes, oh, wait. Then she licks her lips seductively, right? She's looking at him, bright red dress. Yeah. Bright red red hair, red lipstick. Yeah. Porcelain white skin. Yes. Looking like a Jessica Rabbit in high yes. school. Yes. And she <laughs> says to him, nothing is off the table <clears throat> except my body. What the fuck else did you think he was going to ask for? What can she offer if not her body? You come to a man tits out and you say, 
I owe you. You start a licking favor. your lips. Yeah, you start. Do you know what that means? Nothing's off the table. Freeze frame. You know what that means? I'm fucking a booty tonight. Yeah, that's what that means. That means anal sex is happening. Why did you automatically go to anal sex though? If nothing is off the table with a girl you don't care about, first night, yeah, I'm gonna do anal. <laughs> I just never speak to you again because you apparently you owe me and nothing's off the table. I'm not gonna fucking relax on this one. But then, I'm gonna make the most of it because I could possibly go to jail for talking to the police. But then she says, "Accept my body," and it crashes the anal sex dream for you. And now his boner is a negative boner. <laughs> Like, Went don't. right back in. You get a little bit of heartburn, probably some hiccups. And he's like, wait a minute. Uh, like, you're rich, but you're not going to pay me. Right. So, what the fuck? But yeah. Archie, because he's a piece of shit, is like, you know what? Hey, I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Go talk to your friend Josie. Oh, something I didn't notice. She licked her lips and like... Sized them up like mm, yeah, right. Nothing's off the table. That's what I'm saying. Mm, except except my, body. my body. Except my, you can't touch me. Mm, but damn. nothing else is off the damn, table. Damn, you can't touch me. But so like, instead, Archie's like, you know, your friend Josie, the leader of Josie and the Pussycats. That's right, bitches. Josie and the Pussycats is in this too. Um, I was gonna ask if that was the same. Supposed to be the same one. It is. Okay. It is. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, that's a good movie. I saw the old. I'm one. a backdoor lover. That one. Oh, more anal sex references. Cool. We'll have to watch that someday. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I have to show you the opening screen to that later. Anyway, um, so he gets he gets her to convince Josie to let him sit in on their rehearsals um, because they are going to be playing for the Taste of Riverdale soon. And Josie and the Pussycat, that is the three black ladies plus her mom, which is the fourth black person uh, in yeah. Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. So he's and Chuck, gonna... Chuck is an African American as well. But that's all of them. And, and Chuck's dad, probably. So that makes five. We never see him. Unconfirmed. Maybe his mom, too. Unconfirmed. What if Chuck and Josie are brother-sister? Ooh, could be. That has not been ruled out. Has not. Has up not. Up to this point. Up until this point. What I need to know is where the fuck is Archie and Josie meeting right now? Because they're in a dorm room commons area with a dartboard and couches and a TV, but they're in high school and they're at the high school. Is it a... Are you sure they're at the high school? Where else would this be? Okay, so that's... Yeah. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then this building here, 330, 330, that's their that's their giant fucking house. That's Veronica's giant fucking house. No, that they own a, like an apartment upstairs there. That's all. Okay, but look at the surrounding, like the scenes. Uh-huh. That is a giant fucking apartment. Yes. Okay, so here's what you have so to So in this town of Riverdale, there's a building that has several of these floors, mm-hmm. and they just happen to own the top one. Yes. But they are not the richest people in the world. Can I talk to you about why? Yeah. You look like you're going to cry. Are you upset? No, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm upset with how hot the mom is, but keep going. We'll touch on that later. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be under her. Woo! All right, anyway. So, um, so... Veronica is new to town, right? She wasn't born in Riverdale. However, her mother was. Her mother married a guy named Hiram, Hiram Lodge, and they moved to New York City. I knew Hiram. Did you? Mm-hmm. Was he Jewish? Yes. Yes. Um, they moved to New York City, and then Hiram got arrested for like tax evasion and all kinds of real bad stuff. Yikes. And they got all of their assets frozen except for this one apartment. So that's why they moved back to Riverdale and they live here now. And that's why she's a waitress in a diner and they don't have any money anymore. But it's not one apartment. It's a giant fucking estate yeah, apartment. Yeah, because that, it, Hiram owned it because he was super rich. But that's the only thing they were allowed to keep was that. Right, but that apartment, like the, the top floor that they live in or whatever, is bigger than... It's giant. It's because, fucking giant. Because Hiram was super rich. But I'm saying, why is it there in Riverdale? It's not a big town. I don't have the answer. Buy a house. I don't have the answer to that question. That's what I'm wondering. Also, moving on from the the housing market in Riverdale. Hot mom. This is how I know I'm getting old. Okay. I understand that Veronica, the actress, is probably 23, 24. Sure. Legal age. Yeah, for sure. That mom is hotter. That mom is way fucking hot. <laughs> you know, in real life, they're probably only like eight, eight or nine years apart. Absolutely, but like, 
Mm. Like the 23-year-old, no, I don't have time to fuck with her. But that 32-year-old with yeah. the waitress on, waitress yeah. outfit on? Yeah. What's up, girl? She's your type, too. I'll give her a big tip. Yeah, you she's know your what I'm type. Yeah. <laughs> like olive skin, dark hair. Holy damn. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Meanwhile, Veronica is slightly cross-eyed. Not do you about uh, that, do you want to do you want to move on from you being attracted to the mom? Maybe, maybe okay. not. <laughs> well, so it turns out five of uh, the players on the football team are actually all liars and jerks, and they um, are keeping score of the conquest. Sure are. Yeah, keeping score of the conquest because, um, like, even if they don't sleep with girls, they say that they have, and so Betty found all of these girls that they either lied about or like they talk about like them not um or like you know they hooked up with it maybe they did for real but i'm going for uh, i'm out of my my vodka drink so oh, i'm gonna okay. eat some champagne jelly bellies and see what happens you know those aren't actually alcoholic right i do not know that okay we're gonna see where the night goes okay. <laughs> anyway um cheryl walks in right and she's like no this isn't true you guys need to cut it out this would never happen the football players wouldn't do this because my brother, Jason, who's dead now. The dead one. The dead one. He was the co-captain of the football team, and he would never have allowed this. And so you guys, you sluts need to get to cheer practice right now. But here's the problem with that. Jason, and probably Cheryl, shitty liars. You think so? Absolutely. I mean, because Cheryl made everyone believe that her brother just fell off of the boat. Well, she tried real hard. But nobody's buying that story anymore. That's true. That's true. And, like, you can just kind of tell by her demeanor that she's lying. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, so Cheryl's just, like, being a real mean person. She's just not... I know she's supposed to be the villain of the story, but, like, I can't decide if I like her or not. Sometimes she's decent, sometimes she's not. Anyway, not the point. Um, so Veronica stands up to her and she's like, you... Um, you need to stop calling everybody sluts, and I'm gonna do what I can to get even, and it's gonna happen, and you need to shut up about it. And Cheryl just kind of, like, looks at her and, like, shrugs, because that's what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, she's horrible. Cheryl? Yeah. Mm, yeah. She's pretty bad. So, so when you get to Pops, yeah, when you get to Pops, Pops Chocolate Shop, there's a little scout guy there, right? And he's hanging out. And he's eating his Sunday, And then all of a sudden Jughead shows up, eats the cherry off of Sunday. The scout's like, oh, I'm so scared of you, Jughead. Why is he scared of Jughead? I think it's because he's from the bad side of the tracks. I have no idea. Um, and so Jughead's like, you hiding something. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, like, the scout, no coercion at all. is just like, the scoutmaster Dorley was teaching us to shoot targets. That's what the gunshot was from on the 4th of July. And he wasn't supposed to be doing that. Apparently, in these scouts, I don't know about in the real Boy Scouts, but in these scouts, you can't shoot guns. Can you in the real Boy Scouts, can you shoot guns? I don't know. I think so. Because they made it sound like in these scouts, like, that was like a big no-no. Because at the end, the scoutmaster's like, I could get kicked out for that. You know? It's, it's a big no-no, but I think that's because it's a liberal hippie town. Later on, they kind of allude to the fact that, like, oh, he shoots guns like that. It's so. not liberal, though, because now we're at Jonesy and the Pussycast practice, right? That Archie um, snuck out of because he <laughs> because he um, is grounded, remember, because he lied about where he was when he was at the river and he heard that gunshot and he was at a murder scene and, like, oh, no, I am a liar. Um, so he goes to the Pussycat practice and he asks them if they'll, like, sing his songs and Josie's like, you can't write from my point of view. You don't know anything about me. Um, I am one of the few black people in town. And when my mom got elected mayor, she got a lot of hate mail, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea. So, like, are they really that liberal? Are they really that open? I don't know. Since, like, apparently the black people feel like they can't really be safe in the town or, like, be recognized in the town, which I get that that's something everywhere. But I wouldn't necessarily call it a liberal town. Anyway. Then she talks about why they're named Josie and the Pussycats, and it's because they have to claw their way into places that just, like, other people can just, like, step into. Which, I don't think that that's... <clears throat> I appreciate the social commentary. Yeah. But I don't think that that's necessarily, like, canon. <laughs> which the, a lot of this show's not, I guess. No, it's, like, it's, it takes a lot of uh, <laughs> artistic license here. My issue with that scene is that, like, that whole scene could have happened 
before he broke curfew and was invited and snuck out of the house to go to their practice. Yeah, that's like, true. You could have yelled at me and told me about racial politics in the dorm room common area that we talked in first. That's true. That's a good point. When she invited them to practice. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> appreciate you. But, like, you didn't have to say that to me right now because of that earlier and I could have made the decision then. Because she invited him to practice, right? And then, yeah. And then he shows up and she, then she's like, why are you here? It's like, yeah. couldn't you have asked that before you invited him? You invited me here yeah. to talk about music. Yeah. And here we are, talking and, about and music. And now I'm asking if you'll sing some of my songs. What's the problem? And no, you won't. I don't think there's any champagne in these jelly bellies. What do they taste like? They're good. Are they good? Yeah, do you want one? Yeah, I want one. They're super good. I'm glad. All right. Very sweet. Um, so then we get to, I mean, honey, they're not alcoholic. <laughs> uh, I thought they'd be like like boozy gummy bears. <laughs> anyway, no, they're oh, these are really good. Yeah, they're super good. All right. So <laughs> former football player um, who quit the team when he saw Chuck's playbook comes to Betty. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Time, one more note. One more note about that singing scene. Okay. Uh, are we there yet? I don't think we're there yet. Keep going. My okay. bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Okay, so um, they go after school, after school's closed to get the playbook. It's like <laughs> Betty, Veronica, and the gay kid whose name we still don't know. Cheryl shows up. She heard through like a ton of people that they're doing this. And um, she's like, whatever, I'll help you find it. I don't think it exists, but whatever. Then all of a sudden, Ethel, who's one of the girls that Chuck lied about. And not a grandmother. No, no, not a grandmother. Despite what her name would lead you to believe. Uh, but he's one of the girls that Chuck lied about. She finds it. And they're like, oh my god, there it is. There's the scorebook. We can just take a picture of this and then put it on the front of the blue and gold. Blue and gold. Blue and gold. And expose them. And then, like, obviously the principal will have to do something at that point. Is Ethel Betty from Stranger Things? You know what? Maybe. Is that her name, Betty? No. Oh God! Oh, no, I do that. I did that. You again. did it. The the lady who disappears in Stranger Things. Yeah, no, I know her name, and it Isn't starts with a B. Everybody, Barbara. Barb. 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 Ethel is Barb. So and anyway. likewise, nobody gives a shit about her till the end of the series. Here, it's pretty much. Continue. Pretty much. So, <laughs> so Betty goes on a super fam- feminist rant at this point mm-hmm. uh, because she sees Polly's name in there, and Cheryl sees that Jason wrote Polly's name in there. Remember, Polly is uh, Cheryl's I mean, older. Jason, Jason is Jason is Cheryl's dead brother. Polly is Betty's older sister, who's not dead, but just isn't around anymore for various reasons. We find out later. I can't tell you; it's a spoiler. spoiler. Um, so she goes super feminist, and she's like, "I want revenge." They can't do this to us. We're not just going to publish it in the paper. We're going full dark. No stars. What does that even mean? Full, no stars. I mean, it's like when there's a dark sky, but it's full dark because there's no stars to give you any brightness. So it's like complete darkness. That's like sweet. the eclipse. When you, if you were in like 100% coverage. You know? Yeah. I get. I mean, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So now we're back at uh, the Pussycats practice. Did I even write about this? I wrote a little bit. Um, so it's it's Josie and the Pussycats, right? Yeah. And Archie hanging out. Uh, Josie's like not really certain about the lyrics. Like they're fine, but like something's missing. Archie's like, hey, why don't you try this line instead? And he changes the very first line in the song. Yeah, The yeah. very first line. Very first line. Paintings on her skin, right? Yep. That's the very first line. Yep. And Josie and the Pussycat, she's like, you know what? Let's try it, guys. From the top! And then sings 45 minutes of song when all he did was change the first fucking line. Okay, but then... Sing three bars. Sing three bars. You know what? That's pretty good. What else you got, white boy? And then all of a sudden, it's a step-up moment. Yeah. That's all you you don't have to sing. But all he did was change one line, though. So, like, why... He didn't write the song. The other girl wrote the song. He just wrote the first line. He just suggested the first line. Yeah. He didn't even write it. He just suggested it. Did he it. ask to change the second and third verses Which around? I don't think they do later on. I'm a little drunk and I might be wrong, but I don't think they do that. I don't, I don't remember. I wasn't listening the second time. Furthermore, so much other stuff was there was happening. a lot happening. Furthermore, I'm just really disappointed that they were like, you know what? Let's just blatantly showcase our singing talents and sing for a giant section of the song when he changed the first fucking word. So you feel like they were they were just like it showing was, off? Yeah. You didn't have to do that. We get it. You sing. <laughs> it's the third episode. 
We've you've probably established it by now. We haven't. This is the first time they sang? Second time. All right. So we know you can sing. Settle down. Save it for the performance. That's what I'm going to start telling you. Save it for the Vanity mirror. You should do that. Uh, and she puts on red lipstick and she, that she like borrowed from her sister Polly. And her mom basically is like, don't be a hussy Polly. like your sister. And then she wipes the makeup off. She's like, don't hang out with Veronica. She's terrible. And she's like, here, wear this pink lipstick. Veronica's like, Betty's like, hell no. And then she ties her little like denim shirt up in a little crop top. And then she goes to Pop's Chocolate Shop, which by the way is spelled C-H-O- C-K apostrophe L-I-T. Chocolate. Um, and she finds Chuck there. So I think this might be the only place in town to hang out. Certainly the only place in town to eat is what I'm getting. Uh, but they she, have good malts. They have good malts and apparently good burgers. Every time I see people there, they're eating burgers, fries. He's eating burger and I think an orange soda, actually. Anyway, um, so <laughs> she seduces him into hooking up. She's basically like... I want to be a bad girl. He's like, oh, yeah. And this was, like, probably the only part of the episode that I cringed at, at the dialogue. I was like, this is just... The person who wrote this hasn't been in high school in a very long time, but thinks that they are currently in high school. I okay. felt the exact opposite. I felt that the entire show was very cringeworthy with the dialogue because nobody writing this, producing it, acting in it, or overseeing it has ever been in a real high school. But that's just me. I didn't feel that, but here. Anyway, so she goes, we're going to go to Ethel's because her parents will be out of town, and she's got a hot tub and a pool, and we can, like, hook up in the hot tub. Which, for any of you listening that might be teenagers, I don't know why you're listening to this. It is adult, but if you are, do not hook up in a hot tub. It's very gross. It's disgusting. There's bacteria everywhere. Ladies, you can get a UTI from it. Men, I don't know what your situation is. Just don't do it. Don't the, do it. The whole appeal is that it's, hey, it's two people in a hot tub, so they're in their bathing suits, really close, touching skin to skin. We can do it from here. Yeah. The problem is it's uncomfortably hot. Yeah. It's like 108 degrees. That's your concern, that it's hot, not like the bacterial infection? No, it doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. Any, any bacteria that can happen while fucking can happen just while I'm sitting there. Oh, okay. So, for me, it's equal risk. Okay, okay. The fucking part, you're doing your, your thrusts and your pumps, yeah. you're going to start sweating a lot. And the chlorine smell is not romantic. It's not good. And then if you're, like, really going at it, the water starts sloshing around. God forbid you get it in your eye or something. Especially if you don't own it. Like, if you're at, like, a, a, a not a hotel. Well, a hotel. But also, like, an Airbnb or something. Yeah, they just yeah. have a hot tub there. Yeah, yeah. You know that shit is fucked up. Yeah. Like, we've seen a couple Airbnbs with hot tubs. Yeah. And they're fun to be in. Right. But I wouldn't open myself up to any sort of no. action in there. No. I wouldn't you know? have sex in it. Absolutely It's not. just not, it's not sanitary. It's not a good idea. If you've never done it, you might be considering doing it. Please don't. And if you do do it, either explain to me the appeal of it because maybe I'm not understanding something. Or just don't do it anymore for the sake of everyone. No, don't do it and then... Like, use it as, a, like, a starting point. That's like, fair. Like, get turned on there, right? Like, make yeah. sure, like, hey, guys, between you and me, this is going to happen. Yeah. Somewhere else, though. Right. Let's go to the bed. It's yeah. comfy. We yeah. can fall asleep afterwards. Absolutely. Great stuff. Absolutely. Okay. So, speaking of hot tub sex, now we are at Ethel's. Um, cool. And, and this is where it gets weird. Veronica answers the door when Chuck shows up, and they get in the hot tub, right? And he's like, shouldn't we wait for Betty? And then Betty's like... Betty comes out and she's like all sexed up in like her black wig and her. She's like, got a black wig she's on. She's got like what would you call it? Like a lace lingerie, but yeah, it's also it's like, like a, a bathing suit. Ish. So yeah, it's it's a weird. Looks good. It's weird though. And then the red lipstick, and she goes, "Betty couldn't make it, so she sent me." Which is like the. I did a wink, but no one could see it. No. It's, a <laughs> it's an audio podcast. We don't have video set up yet. <laughs> All day. But one day, good listeners, we might. <laughs> we might. And so Betty comes out. Banana. And she's looking. Anyway. She's looking a lot like a slutty, a sluttier version of Veronica, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know who Veronica is. I'm sorry, I don't know who... She's supposed to look like Polly, right? But she doesn't look at all like Polly. Okay, good. Because I don't know who Polly is. Polly's, 
Polly's her sister. I, mean, I, know she, I don't know who she looks like. Like I don't. I couldn't recognize I mean, her. She's Betty's sister, so she's blonde headed. Anyway, now we're at the Taste of Riverdale, which I think is like a charity <laughs> event or something. But I thought Pops was the only restaurant in town, so this part was a little bit confusing for me. I think that's like where the kids hang out. Pops is okay, but there's other the chocolate shop. But yeah. there's other restaurants. There's got to be because like these rich fucking people are not going to live in a town where there's just a diner. I mean, technically, uh, Veronica's mom is there serving uh, stuff for the for Pops. There's Pops there. Yeah, no, she does work at Pops. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, the most important part of this this current scene. Yeah. Uh, Luke Perry <laughs> yeah. meets uh, Archie's fuck buddy, Miss Grundy. Miss Grundy, the fuck teacher. <laughs> and it's just an incredibly awkward scene that's beautiful and hilarious the whole time. It's like, oh. <laughs> You're, you're fucking my son, but he doesn't know, so it's kind Yeah, of he like... doesn't know, but, you know, obviously the, the lady fucking the son realizes who that is, and it's just great to see her face. I'm sorry, we have to pause because there's a lot happening. There, this is an so, intense so scene. It, it, cuts away, it cuts away from Grundy and Luke Perry for just a second. Alice Cooper, who's Betty's mom, comes up to... Runs the newspaper. Runs the newspaper. Comes up to Mrs. Blossom... Jason's dad. Jace, Jason's mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also Cheryl's mom and dad. And she asks for a quote from Mrs. Blossom. And Mrs. Blossom literally punches Alice in the face in the middle of this town event where the mayor and the sheriff are there. Standing right in front of her. <laughs> literally punches her in the face. Punches her in the face. Um, it's a solid punch. It's a solid punch. And for printing her son's autopsy. And I'm probably also, like, smearing her daughter's name because I think she published yeah, something yeah, about, like, Cheryl so. definitely killed... Jason or something, too. Something like that. So, I don't know, like, what kind of rich people act like this. I mean, I don't know a lot of, like, old rich people, but I feel like... Well, and that's something, they're not old. Like, these people are, like, 38, which is, like, older than me and you, but it's not old. Old enough to know better. Mm. Like, they're not even... Like, it's not even a fun bar fight. Right. No, she just slapped her out of principle. Yeah. But these people, they're not... You know, hey, no offense, rich listeners... But they're not <laughs> old. They're those. not old money people, right? <laughs> like these aren't oil tycoons from the '30s, you know. That's true. These people, because how young they are. I'm sorry. They are oil tycoons. They haven't had time to make their money. I said that wrong. They are old money. These these people here, they're old money okay. for sure. Okay. Because they haven't had time in their own life to make money, well, to make that much wealth. Well, because the they're not tech people, and that's what's really booming right now. So they don't know how to act. Literally, Alice. And her husband run the print newspaper, and they have a nice house. So I don't think that yeah, tech has really caught up in Riverdale. Exactly. Yet. That's what I'm saying. So they have to be old money. Like, they run the newspaper. They got to be related to, like, that Hearst fellow from back in the day. Ro- was his name Robert Hearst? Uh, it could have been. It's like H.W. Hearst or some shit like that. He's W-H-Hurst. a character H-R-Hurst. in Newsies. I mean, he was a real-life person. Yeah, too. he's also a character yeah. in Newsies, though. Sure. But that's my point. They're, they're old money, so they don't know how to act in public. Because they're rich enough, they can just buy their way out of it. That's true. Unfortunately, all those people land in the same fucking town. So now everybody's acting a fucking fool at the goddamn mayor's banquet. It's, it's the taste of Riverdale. Just slapping people. It's But terrible. only there's only one restaurant, so you're not really tasting a lot. Mm-hmm. And you've all eaten at Pops. Anyway. It's a good malt, Pops. Good, so, good orange soda. A fist fight breaks out in the middle of... The taste of Riverdale. And Betty's mom, the newspaper owner, looks so shocked that she got punched in the mouth by the lady who she printed the son's autopsy of. Yeah, right? Like, you knew that was going to happen to you. Right. Anyway, because the uh, Josie and the Pussycats have the greatest stage presence of all time, yeah. they notice it, boom, instantly going to song. Hey, guys. Yep. Let's, uh, let's not worry about that fight. Pay attention to us. We're going to sing you a beautiful hymn. We're going to sing you the song. That Archie wrote. That Archie. Okay, okay, so then Archie, turns out he snuck out to be at the performance, which D- Jughead's also hiding with Archie. I don't know why Jughead's hiding. Not the point. Because um, he's a creeper. Yep, that's why. Also because he's homeless and doesn't have anywhere else to go. Anyway. Um, so, you know, he's there and Jughead goes, oh, you made it. And Archie goes, it's the first song... Or I wrote this song. I'm not gonna miss them performing it. You wrote one line. You wrote a bar. He wrote one line. And you said, "Hey, maybe switch the second and third verse." And I don't think they did. So. So like, why is he there? Technically, he gets a producing or a writer's credit. 
in the in the CD jacket, like the notes. At the bottom, though. Yeah, he gets it. So he gets some royalties for that if they go, you know, if they make money on it. Which they're Josie and the Pussycats. They're gonna. We all know how that story goes. We sure do. Apparently not. Some of us haven't seen the movie. With Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, that's me. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. I've seen the, co- the, like, the cartoon, though. I feel like there's a cartoon it's about it. different. Okay. Anyway. Um, so we're back to fuck Buddy Grundy and Luke Perry. The best part of the show. Talking. And, you know, he asked, he asked <laughs> her, is, she, is, he, is Archie talented? I need to know, make sure he's not wasting his time on this music thing. And she tells him that he's talented. And, you know, he might be able to make a living. He should take a shot at it. Well, what's great is he's talking to the man, to the lady, mm-hmm. who is fucking her, his son. Yeah, yeah. And, and Luke Perry goes, is he special? No, 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 no. That's not what happens. He uh, says, why'd you take an interest in my son? And then she goes, he's a special kid. He's a special kid with a special dick. <laughs> you got that but good 16-year-old okay, dick. But the fact that she calls nothing. him a special kid. Kid yeah. being the operative word makes it so much creepier that they're hooking up. And this is not an unpopular fan opinion. No one likes them together. No one. Really? Yes. Yeah, because it's weird. It's a very bold move for a CW to throw that in there. It just opens up with them sleeping together. Like first scene, first episode? Well, not first scene, but first it's episode for sure. Like they talk about it. Yikes, bites. Yeah. It, it just opens up with that. So... They're committing to that one pretty hard. Well, I mean, luckily it's not necessarily the main plot line. Hi, Nana, of the whole season. <clears throat> I don't know. Could but be. anyway, um, so now that Alex Cooper, a- Alice Cooper, which is that a band, Alice Cooper? That's a singer, yeah, Alice okay. Cooper, yeah. Sings um, at schools out for summer song. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Well, it's also Betty's mom. And now that she has been punched in the face by one person, <laughs> she decides she wants to step to Veronica's mom next, right? Veronica's mom, whose name is Hermione. Hermione. Hermione Lodge. Which nobody in the fucking world is named Hermione outside of Harry Potter. That's not true. That is true. She, this lady would have been born before Harry Potter came out. Right. However, this character was not introduced to the world until years after Harry Potter. But I'm pretty sure she's an original comic book character. I don't think so. And the original comic books came out before Harry Potter. I don't Potter. think so. Okay. I think it's a fucking attention grab, a crowd appeasing move, and I don't care for it. I feel like it's lazy writing. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. Uh, but So anyway, uh, Betty and... Alice Cooper took a shot. Yeah, Alice Cooper takes a shot. And then she goes over and she's like, how's Veronica? What's going on? Oh, you don't know? She got slut-shamed. You really should start to pay attention and be a better mother. What the fuck? After she took a shot. I think it was just a shot of milkshake, but she took it like it had alcohol in it. Hey, that's a wine mom move, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> never even met a wine mom. Your oh, yeah, sister's yeah. a wine mom. Oh, yeah. Your sister's a wine <laughs> yeah. mom. Yeah, she is. So then Hermione calls uh, Veronica... See what's going on, and Veronica's like, nope, ignore. And this is when it takes a turn, the whole fucking episode. <laughs> so we have uh, Veronica and Betty, v and hanging out. V&B. Uh, as you'll recall, they are seducing uh, Chuck, Chuck, who's in the hot tub. That's right. They turn around, use what seems to be, and they're at Ethel's house. Mm-hmm. They're using Ethel's father's expensive crystal glass. Yeah, those are nice. And his nice whiskey, obviously. Yeah. And <laughs> Betty... The goody two shoes is putting some goddamn drugs in the drink. Muscle relaxer. Oh sure. You know what that's called? Roofies. That's called a fucking roofie. They're roofing him because they want uh they want to make him tell the truth. So she's like, it's gonna be truth serum. And Veronica's like, oh no, we're taking this too far. Betty's like, I don't think we're taking it far enough. <laughs> Betty the good girl is yeah. like, you know what? Let's put fifteen of those fucking pills in here. <laughs> she does not do if she had them on her, she would fucking do it. And you know it. It was just fucking weird. I think she's. I mean, I mean, we'll see a little bit later. But clearly, like Betty's losing it a little bit. Betty, Betty is currently lost her fucking mind. Yeah, it's pretty rough. What's with the the wig? I don't know. That's on you. I don't know enough about the show to make that call. I still, I haven't watched. I'm current on the show, and I still don't understand. I thought it was a poly thing. Apparently, it's not. No, it's not. All right, so Jughead, back to the taste of Riverdale. That's right. Um, Jughead goes and finds Doily? Doily, yeah. Doily. Like a lace, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and he's like, I know that you shot that gun. You can either confess to me or the sheriff. <laughs> Which is really fucking weird because, like, you're 14 years old. Like, settle down, Columbo. You're not that big of a deal. He's a sophomore. He's 16. Okay. You're 16. At, at like, the high end, you're 16. Settle the fuck down. Go to the cops. Go to the cops. <laughs> Furthermore, why haven't the fucking cops talked about this already? The I mean, police should be all over this fucking kid. They did. They asked him, and his official statement was that they did not see or hear anything unusual. And this 16-year-old boy wearing a beanie cap with ears on it. Was like, you know what? I can break him. No, he talked to one of the scouts. The cops didn't talk to the scouts. The cops talked to the scout leader. Because cops are inept. Yes. This whole show, the sub, the subplot of this whole show... Chris Pine, the sheriff, is bad. ...is undermining authority He's of policemen everywhere. Yeah. Have the thin blue line, they are taking a piss on it right now. Have you ever watched Teen Wolf? Not for, not for the podcast. Okay. We should watch we should that one because you sure. really should. I love that show. But that one... That's kind of the show that started this whole thing is I was just sitting beside you. I think I was playing uh, Call of Duty while you were watching the show on your laptop. Yeah. And I quit playing Call of Duty to just rail on that show for an hour and a half. That's for sure. So, <laughs> let's get back to, the, to, so to this current show. Uh, so we're cutting that scene with uh, Doily and... Jughead. Jughead. Yeah. That's over. Yeah. Hey, tell me, tell the cops, whatever. I don't give a shit. Right. We're back to Betty and Veronica and, this is the and best Chuck. Part of the episode. This is the weird fucking part. It's so so Chuck passes out. He wakes up. He's handcuffed, and <laughs> Betty is like, "I'm just." She got the remote. She's just turning no, the heat up. She goes, "Time to squeal, pig." Yeah. That's literally a line in the show. Time to squeal, pig. Yeah. And she threatens to boil him alive in the hot tub. Just turning it up, and she's like, "What happened?" And then Chuck's like, "We made out." And, and, then and I during took this, Veronica is, is videotaping the whole thing. Yeah. Veronica's filming it, and he goes, we, we made out, and I took her home, and I didn't give her a sticky maple. Which is still weird. <laughs> still weird. So Veronica gets that, and she's like, and now everyone knows I got proof. And we think we're done, but no. Betty decides she's going to put her foot on Chuck's head and try to push him down and tell him to apologize. Under the water. You can't apologize if you're in the water like that. So he apologizes, right? Because he doesn't want to die. And she says, good job, pig. Yeah. She's fucking weird right now. Now she pours maple syrup on him. On his head. Like a sticky, sticky maple. maple. And this is where it gets weird. Apologize for ruining Polly. And she calls him Jason. And then she says that she's Polly. And things get so weird. Yeah, she has a, a legitimate ma- um, <laughs> mental breakdown right here. Thinking yeah. that she's her older sister. This dude is Jason. Like, shit gets really fucking weird out of nowhere. Yeah. It took a dark turn. And do you want to know something? I do. They never address this again after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) They never talk about that time. The police, who can't solve a murder in three months, never talk about how that, that time Betty almost tortured and killed a man? Never. That's crazy. But, like, after this episode, they don't talk about Betty having that breakdown. They don't talk about, like, it Chuck just, doesn't go around and say Betty's fucking nuts. Just skipped right over it's it. It's just everything's business as usual. Makes sense, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Luke Perry decides he's going <laughs> to soundproof the garage for Archie. Which is a hard transition for murder. Attempted, torture murder. Attempted murder. Attempted torture murder. Which we've already had one of those this year. Can we just slow it down? <laughs> R.I.P. Jason. Yeah. R.I.P. You were a dick. Um, anyway... So he, he decides he's going to soundproof the garage to be supportive of Archie's music career because Miss Grundy convinced him that Archie is a special kid. Wink. Wink. So now Archie has a soundproof place to fuck that teacher. I don't think he's going to fuck her in the garage. Uh, nobody can hear about it. So Tomorrow, the next day at the high school. The next day. Betty publishes a expose about the the football playbook on the front page with a snapshot of it. She's mm. like, I stayed up all night to write this, right? And then, you know, Veronica is like, do you want to like talk about what happened last night? <laughs> and Betty's like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Betty's like, nope. nope. No, I do not. Nope, definitely not. And then Veronica's like, thank you for coming through for me. And she didn't come through for her. 
she almost killed a man. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta let that be known. She didn't come through for you. She almost fucking killed she a human. Almost drowned. A, she handcuffed a guy, drugged him, and almost drowned him in a hot tub. I mean, slut shame is horrible, right? Like it's not a great thing at all. No, murder's bad it's, too. It's not murder. Murder's it's, bad it's, too. It should not and. I'm really happy that they, like, got Chuck to confess to the truth. They got it on video, and they got the book and everything. But I really feel like Polly went a little too far. Yeah. Yeah, she snapped pretty fucking hard. And then she wants to act like it was, like, a normal thing that she did. Veronica's just like, (laughs) okay, I'm going to let that go. Because we're friends, and, you know, it's fine. And then this is where it highlights the fact that Nobody knows what the fuck's happening. No. They do a Jughead uh, uh, narration. Yeah, he narrates. Where, where he talks about Veronica and Betty, two sides of the same Janus coin. What the fuck's a Janus coin? What's a Janus coin? I don't know. I thought I was hoping you went. Dear listeners, the fuck is a Janus coin? No Google. Just no email Google. us at talkingtrashpodcast at gmail.com. Figure it out. And uh, let us know what you think of Janice Coyne. Best guesses. We'll read them live. Yes. In the open next week. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, We're going to get just, zero emails. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely <laughs> zero of them. But you know what? Thanks anyway. <laughs> so we're doing a hard recap of the episode with Jughead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the... the the coach and his son. He oh, had yeah. to cut his son and his, his goon squad. Yeah, from the Which team. I love that phrase, by yeah. the way. Goon squad. Goon squad. I'm going to start calling my friends that. Me and the goon squad. <laughs> Me and the goon squad are going bowling. Going bowling, y'all. <laughs> anyway. So he cuts it from the team and then Jughead goes, which at the time no one knew would have terrible consequences. Terrible. What do you think they could be, the consequences? It's probably murder. We've already it's got someone murdered. You know what? It's probably dismemberment. Because they've already got murder. How dark do you think the show is? It's about the Archie comics. Third episode in, there's torture murder, there's rape, there's bondage S&M murder, there's drugs. You telling me how dark does this show get? I don't know. I'm telling you, human trafficking is involved. It's not involved at all. Who does fentanyl in this show? No one. Which one? No one. No, No someone's hooked on crank right now. Who is it? Is it Ethel? There's no... Is Ethel doing the methamphetamines? No, honey. There's a little bit of money, money laundering. She That's should. about it. Money... I'm probably money, money laundering. Don't the fuck that. out of here. We're being recorded. I said probably. Allegedly. The FCC's listening. Allegedly. To Is the FCC listening? God, I hope not. No, no, no. They don't give a shit about No, us. we don't have enough subscribers for that. Um, One so. day. Don't go in our backlog. <laughs> Please don't. Y'all. Please don't go to our search history. Um, anyway, and so now this... This whole experience forms a bond with Betty and Veronica, right? Sure. Um, B and V forever, possibly. Forever. And then uh, Betty's like, "I'm gonna burn this score book thing." What's yeah, it the uh, um, score playbook, playbook, playbook. And then uh, all of a sudden, Cheryl walks up. Which can we talk about the fact Cheryl dresses only in red, except for that scene on the river where she's all in white? Yeah. She's Jessica Rabbit, but without the body. Uh, yeah, without the body. But she's in white in that one particular scene. Yeah. Why white then? But red every other time. I think that was a memory scene, and that's why it was all white. Like, that's how she remembers it, but it wasn't. She was probably no, wearing red because, then, too. No, because during the pep, pep rally in season, I mean, episode two, she wears that dress and she goes, this is the dress I was wearing the last time I saw my brother. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so it is real. Yeah. Oh, oh, Archie comes back to Miss Grundy, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, thank you for telling my dad that I, I'm talented. Now he believes in me. And she's like, I meant it. And then, <laughs> and then, Greg, can you guess what happens? Yeah, they fuck. <laughs> right? I mean, technically, they kiss. Yeah, they kiss. They kiss. After a, a lot of, like, lead up to it. And, and what's weird is that Jughead during his, because he's still narrating this whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we have to do something to save Archie. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Archie's fine. He's 15 years old. Archie's going to make it out of this okay. The teacher is fucked. The teacher is fucked. Well, so here's the thing. Jughead knows about Archie and Grundy. He's kind of figured it out, but he doesn't want... He's kind of, like, keeping the secret. He doesn't obviously yeah. want anyone else yeah, to. Yeah. 
So when this happens, the scout leader is like, I don't want you to tell anyone that I was shooting a gun, but if I have a better story, will you publish that instead? And they're like, yeah, sure, I guess so. And then he goes, well, I saw Miss Grundy's car at the river um, when during the time that I was shooting guns. And they already know Archie was there because Archie already said he was there. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. it only makes sense that they were there together. And now that's when Jughead's it's a, like... It's a big river, though, right? Yeah, but they were both they were both in the same spot. Like, they both... Archie said he was at the... See, there they go. Now they're doing it. Well, Dilton Doyle, opened up Pandora's box. Yeah, pretty much. Betty hadn't figured it out yet, but she will. She'll figure it out. Also, Betty has a little bit of feelings for Archie, so I just... You know, think about that oh. when... Yeah, her and Veronica. They both have a thing for Archie. So think about that when they find out he's been sleeping with his teacher. Just a little tidbit to think about as we end the episode. That's pretty rough. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, it kind of ends on a uh, cliffhanger. What happens to Archie next? You guys will have to watch episode four. Don't worry. Don't worry about the teacher lady uh, because she's fucked next episode for sure. You think so? Uh, Within three episodes, she's fucked. She's going to lose her job. Absolutely. Possibly go to jail. Probably go to jail. Definitely go to jail. You know, can I talk about that time in high school that something similar to this happened? Probably not. Okay. You're really bad about using particular names. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Good move. Good call. We're going to ignore that story. Hey, guys, (laughs) listen. We appreciate you listening to us. Uh, It's a lot of fun to make these every week or so. Yeah. Depends how we're feeling. Yeah. And uh, we'd love to keep doing it, but we got to hear from you guys, figure out what shows to watch, what... uh, what you like, what you don't like. Just give us some feedback. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Please email it to talkingtrashpodcast at gmail.com. Talking without the G. T-A-L-K-I-N. That's right. Trashpodcast. Trash like a trash can. Uh, we're going to get some, some more content coming, you guys. We're going to really double down on uh, editing and, and making these things a little better, a little higher quality for you guys here shortly in the future. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun coming up soon. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) Hey, guys, thanks for listening.